You're listening to Outcast, who's like number one and only podcast. Welcome back to our cast, Who's like number one and only podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel, and I'm here with Zaire and Brick. And today we're going to talk about AirPods. So, of course, AirPods are one of the most uh, popular accessories around. So, I just want to know. I just want to ask you guys, what makes AirPods so special? Um, I think they're just special because you can just slip them in and listen to music. It's easy. There's no wires, no... It's not it's not big to a point where it's easily noticeable. You can just be chilling and have your AirPods, and that's that's why I love them. And the the sound is good. It has good bass for something that's so small. And another thing about the new AirPods, it blocks out noise, so I just be blocking out everybody around me, listening to what I want to listen to. Why do you think people wear them when there's no music? Uh, I don't think people just wear them. I I think. You like you be listening to music and then you pause it, and then you it's paused for a long time and then you just forget to like take them out because it feels like when they're in for so long it just feels like there's nothing there like you don't feel it in your ear, it's just just you just leave it in there. I just leave mine in like Brick said. I don't really be listening to anything. It's just comfortable in there. Don't you think it's easier to leave your the AirPods in the in your ear so you don't like lose it? Or misplace it, or you think it's uh, easier to lose it when it's in your ear? I mean, when it falls out of your ear, you you realize it because you can feel the difference. I don't know if it's just me, but like when one airport falls on my ear, I could hear it. Like, and I feel like it's not really easier to lose it because you have a, a case, so it's not like you just put that one single airport anywhere and just leave it so what do you think about wearing airpods in class to be honest it all depends on what's going on in the classroom so if the teacher is like trying to teach something you could pause your music listen it could still be in you could pause your music listen and if it's not teaching nothing then you could just have a man playing music do you think it's disrespectful to uh, have it in class um well like it de- again, it's like just depends on what's going on. Like if you're just told to like do work, you know what you're doing, and I'm I'm finna wear them regardless because I f- I feel like I concentrate more with um AirPods in. But like if, for example, there's nothing really the teacher is saying, I'm gonna put them in because like nothing's going on. I mean, it's the same thing to be honest. It's like we're having this interview right now and. Gabe has airpods in. Thank you, thank you, Zaya. He might not be listening to nothing, but they just here. I'm listening, I'm listening. No music playing? No, no music. I just left it in there. It's comfortable. So do you think that wearing airpods has a positive impact on the, on students? Sometimes. How so? Because sometimes it's distracting. Like, some students might get distracted by music and not do work, be there dancing and humming, moaning, making noises. But some actually get into the the work when they listen to music. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, I can't listen to a lot of drill and action and music when I'm trying to do work. Bro, the question was, what impact does AirPods have on the students? 
Well, I don't really know if there's like a major impact. I just feel like it's it's an easier way to uh, just mm, listen to music and if you're into music. You everyone, if you're into music, then you definitely have a pair of AirPods because just be is there easily accessible and you just can listen wherever you are. Like I can even listen to music while I'm playing basketball without worrying about them like falling out or like when I'm working out. Why do you think teachers get annoyed with kids wearing AirPods though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, may, uh, maybe they're jealous. I don't, maybe they're jealous. Yeah, maybe I don't they're know. jealous. They can't get those the, the, them AirPods. It's on the what do you call the the like? It's like a CD and you just connect it. To CD like, player. Yeah, they still on them CD players. So yeah, still trying to catch up with this 2022. So next up, we're gonna switch this interview to who are you with Merit and Brick. Today we're here with um, the lovely Merit Innocent. Okay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Merit, how did you end up at uh, Hussack School? So, this is my third year in the U.S. Um, my first two years, I schooled at a small private Christian school at Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And one of the main reasons I'm here at Hussack is because of basketball. The league is more competitive compared to my last league. So, I was like, it's just going to be a better exposure for me to come over here and school and play basketball. What do you think about the the basketball program and like what what are like the the pros and cons uh, about the team and the school in general and like the differences like from your last school? Um so the basketball program um so far so good. I feel like I believe this is the first year that actually having a competitive girls basketball program and I like that because my previous school wasn't really competitive. It was just people playing basketball just for the fun of it and just for like to be mm -hmm. social but here it's more competitive and you have like coaches and staff that actually like trying to help you yeah. for how to get to where you want to be and that's probably like I want to play college basketball and Hussite community and the basketball program is trying to build me to get there. Before you came to the States because I, I know you like you're from Nigeria When you came here, were you surprised, like, how many different nationalities? Or was there, like, any, like, cultural shock in that sense? Um, when I first came to the U.S., I don't really think I experienced cultural shock, per se, because it's the U.S. You see basically almost everything on TV. It's a little bit different in person, but I just expected whatever I saw when I got here. So it wasn't really like a shock to me per se, but it's more interesting at Hussack because there's like a lot of different um, nationalities, people from different countries um, and all that. So compared to my old school, like I was the only international student and everyone else was Americans. Mm -hmm. And here it's like, I'm not the only international student. It's like 20 to 30 more international students from different countries, different continents. So I think that's really interesting because you get to relate to them on the, oh, I'm international, you're international too, but still with, from two different parts of the world. Yeah. What things did you uh, love doing in Nigeria, specifically where you're from in Nigeria? Um, so I'm from the south southern part of Nigeria so it's like more for a rainforest got a lot of like ocean water rain 
basically I didn't really do much because my routine was school and after school I had basketball practice like five to six days a week but our basketball program wasn't like school it was more of like clubs mm -hmm. so it wasn't you're playing for your school it's you're playing for a club or like I played for like my state's um, under 18 team so that was they took that really seriously so I had practice for school ended at three and I had practice from 3 30 till six and I go back home I'm basically tired gotta do homework eat maybe watch a show or two with my family and yeah go to bed and how long have you been uh, playing basketball um so I started basketball the summer of 2018 so I've been playing basketball for like three years mm. pretty much yeah. do you play any other sports I played Scrabble. I mean, that's not a sport, but like it counts as a mind game. So it's actually like in Nigeria, for example, when they have like this all sports tournaments, like in the sports complex, there's actually Scrabble and chess. It's a mind sport. And they actually go to like under 18 and all that. And you have different sports like basketball, football and all that. And then you have the soccer and the chess and Scrabble players. My mom plays Scrabble professionally. Like, she literally gets paid to just sit there and play Scrabble. So I think that's how I started oh, that's playing an Scrabble. Fact. Oh, is, you mean your mom plays Scrabble for money? Yeah, she um, in the state I'm from, the Sports Council, they have a um, Scrabble Federation, and she plays Scrabble. But like, she goes for tournaments and all that, like medals and trophies and. Oh, she wow. gets paid to play every day she goes to work and she just spells words and practices and read the dictionary and that's really cool she has some other stuff she does with it because she was like the secretary for the director of sports but scrabble that's like if you ask her what sport she does scrabble that was the first sport i was actually into um i played on the under 18 for my state and then when I went for that tournament, I had just started basketball, and my mom was like, she would rather prefer me to um, play basketball because Scrabble was going to mess up my vocabulary because there's some words in the Scrabble dictionary that are not actual English words. So she felt like at my age, it was just going to mess me up. So I should just focus on basketball. Were you winning? Yeah, I got to the semifinals. Then I, I lost the game we played. I lost with like two points, so I couldn't qualify for wow. that. So how how heated does do these uh, Scrabble uh, games get? It's really tasking mentally. Like <laughs> when you have tournaments, it's just like this big hall, and you just see like a I'm sorry, but a lot of nerdy kids with their glasses and all that, like going through dictionaries, and it's always really quiet. And like when the games start, the only thing you can hear is like them announcing like the scores they have, and it's like. English and math because you have to calculate your numbers and then you have to get your words right and it just gets really tiring mentally especially when it's a close game and maybe you're down with one point and you have to spell a word that's going to get you more numbers than your opponent and it's and it's so quiet I feel like it being so quiet in there is just it's mentally draining who's like we've had like an uh, increasing number of um African students come in the past year because um, my first year here, there was only actually just like uh, a few of us on campus. So I wanted to ask you in case like, of course, I mean, 
uh, most people on campus won't know, but do you have like any interesting facts or interesting stories about like growing up in Africa or anything? Anything that might be interesting that people might may not know, any funny stories, anything like that, you know? Anything that people will find like, whoa, that's 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 kind of crazy. I have one. I have one. So in Africa, <laughs> um, you can discipline a kid by hitting them, beating them, flogging them, slapping, whatever. That's legal. That's allowed. Everything is legal. So when I started basketball, my basketball coach was like really, really strict. And it was at that level that he could do whatever, like as long as you're playing basketball and you're doing it right, he could do whatever it takes for you to play right. So he would beat us. Like if you do something wrong, like during a game. And this is really funny because I tell people this here and they're like, what? I know, this is normal. It's it's crazy because it's normal, but it's not normal for a basketball coach to do that. That's why it was kind of like, but he didn't care. Like, sometimes you're in a game, <laughs> and you did something wrong. Let's say you had, like, three turnovers, and he's subbing you out. Just expect a slap. Like, he's like, why did you do that? <laughs> he was in the face? Yeah. <laughs> in front of everyone. Everyone's going to be like, this one time? Because it, it's, it's just normal. <laughs> it's normal to do that. And you can't even go home. Like, for example... I can do, I, let's say I do something wrong at practice and he gets mad and maybe he hit, like, throws the ball at me, hits my head or something. I can't go home and tell my mom that, oh, coach slapped me at practice. Cause she's gonna be like, what did you do? And I tell her, and then that might lead to her also slapping me because, oh, why got, did you do let me, that? Let me jump, and let me jump so it's just like, I just can't even go and complain. Yeah. So it's better. Yeah, because why did, even at school, if you do something wrong, there are some kids that they could do something wrong at school and they go home and they tell their parents, oh, the teacher like beat me with a cane or something and they go home um they go to school and they fight with the teacher and they're like all mad those are bougie kids my parents i can do something wrong in school and go tell my parents oh my teacher beat me because oh i was being a man into class my parents are going to be like why were you doing that you know what you get around too so i think i think it's seeing people's like faces in this room that is so shocked but the thing is it's so normal there, there was this one situation where um I wasn't even that old for her. I was, I got, I was being, I was being snotty and I was talking back to my teacher and she had warned me already. And uh, in this school, um, it was, they were, the teachers were allowed to physically cane you, but this day, the teacher knew that if she had called, if she called my mother, she knew I would get it worse than if she came me herself. So, um, yeah, would have stayed like yep. a ruler. So, um, like a cane. So she 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 called my she called my mother and told her that I had been talking back. She added some extra stuff that I wasn't doing, but anyway, we don't gotta talk about that. My mother came into school and um, she showed up at the door and she asked me, oh, "So so what, what what you been doing? You been big mouthing your teacher?" And then I was like, "No no no no." And she was like, "Okay, come come in front of the class." My mom basically whipped me in front of my whole class. <laughs> In, in fr- and my the girl that I liked so much was literally at the front of the class. I got beat. I was crying. I was a, I was a kid. I wasn't how I am now. I was crying. Mm-hmm. And she she told the teacher that if he ever does anything like this again, yeah, you have permission to to be him. 
That's just how it is. It's similar in the South. It's how that's done. In the South, I don't know, Lauren. In Texas, do they still paddle kids? No. <laughs> well, no. It's 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 in North Carolina. They still paddle you. If you, you your 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 parents sign off on a form and they consent, you can. You can get paddled for acting up in school with no, with have with like mm-hmm. teachers. It's sometimes your palms, sometimes so you, your booty. You oh, that gets them that's, so mad. That's, that gets them. That mad gets them so mad. Don't and if do you that. make lots of noise when you're crying. You get worse. Oh my gosh, I hate when my mom used to do that. <laughs> you like, just with me and I'm like, crying. What you, what, you crying like, what are you crying for? <laughs> I didn't even touch you yet. I mean, of course, it's in in the American society we see that as not right because it's like you're uh, assaulting but like the kids come out one one day i went to my friend's house and uh his mom told him to clean his room i was like i'll do it later mom <laughs> and like like <laughs> shut up mom i'm playing ps4 and <laughs> and that's like <sighs> i looked i looked at him like what yeah you talk to your parents like this I, I would be dead even before bro. I'm done with the sentence. I'm dead. And I, I, I don't know about you, Mary, but I don't feel like I'm afraid of my parents. But I know not to do yeah. the things I'm not supposed to do. Basically, Mary, it's been great uh, having you today. Um, really appreciate this uh, talk we had, and um, uh, that will be it for this uh, segment. Thank you for having me. This is your daft fact. Kiwi Nigel Richards, despite not speaking any of the French language, has won the French Scrabble Championship in 2015, 2016, and 2018. If you ever really want to double down on your friends, try out the word Kizotri, Q-U-I-X-O-T-R-Y, defined as behavior inspired by romantic beliefs without regard to reality. It'll score you a cool 365 points in one go if you play it right. This has been your Scrabble Daft Fact. That was a great interview, just like Merit's. I am afraid of my parents as well because of the beatings that you could possibly get. Well, not possibly, you, you will get. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Have a great spring break. Owlcast is written and produced by Mr. Harneman's podcast in an audio production class. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at Owlcast, and as always, find us on Spotify. Spotify.